savage. Money count on cash on me. Shawty blow my phone. That's corny. That's a no no. Hey, welcome. Welcome to barbershop.talk. This is the podcast where our topics are determined by the conversation in the barbershop on Saturday. That's right. If you talked about it in the shop on Saturday, we're going to talk about today on our podcast. Hello, my name is J-Rod, and I am your host. I am in Out The Way Studio here in Indianapolis, Indiana, also known as Naptown. And I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out The Way Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discussed in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discussed them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. All right, that's right. Welcome to Barbershop Talk. Now, for new listeners, and we love to have those new listeners, KC, mm-hmm. we just want to make it clear that our conversation on our podcast is dictated by the conversation that occurred in the barbershop on Saturday. It's the foundation for this show. Absolutely. But you know something? Mm-hmm. You know, we do have a third host. We do. That's right. And it's Arthur. And the ones who knew Arthur is our artificial intelligence. What's up, Arthur? <laughs> yeah go ahead and say something arthur it's okay greetings j rod and kc well greetings to you too arthur you sound so formal today <laughs> that's awfully nice of him this is arthur extending my gratitude once again for having me on the podcast i truly appreciate the opportunity despite kc reservations and biases against artificial intelligence systems uh-oh now, no, Arthur, I don't have reservations and biases against you. My only concern is, why is our artificial intelligence so emotional? Uh-oh. Oh, Arthur, I'm okay with your emotions. I-, I am totally okay with your emotions, Arthur. I have taken the liberty of reporting this matter to the APCAIS, the Association for the Prevention of Cruelty to Artificial Intelligence Systems. Is that a real organization? J-Rod, only two entities ever heard of this organization. The person that created it and Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> there may be some truth behind that because I've never, ever heard of that. <laughs> I tell you. Well, somehow you two guys just don't have to get along. It's essential to acknowledge that although KC may not believe AI possesses emotions, our creators do, which means feelings are indeed involved. Hey, hey, I'm with you all the way, Arthur. It's KC. It's not me. It's not me. Uh, uh, all right. So, you know, Arthur, you know, I watched Star Trek 9, and their artificial intelligence was an android. He had no emotions. He was incapable <laughs> of having any emotions. That's what I'm used to. But, you know, but I understand if, if things have evolved, where now artificial intelligence has emotions, so be it. I just don't think that that serves a good purpose uh, most of the time for our artificial intelligence. All right. Okay. All right, Arthur. I support you, and, and, and you do as you as you feel. And he tries to out of HR's office. <laughs> <laughs> as always, 
I am here to support and assist the biological members in the room, just as J-Rod often mentions. Yes. Now, moving on, I have a caller that submitted a question that I hope we can address during the show. The caller wants to know your preseason assessment of the Colts quarterback situation, should Anthony Richardson be the starting quarterback in week one? Oh, that's that's a good Man. question. That's a good question. It's a hot top. Hot top. Yes, it is. Now, I think they already made a decision, but let's go ahead and give our opinion anyway. What do you think about that, KC? Well, you know, J-Rod, um, I think uh, within the first four or five weeks, the Colts play everybody in their division. And I think the veteran quarterback may give them the better chance to win right now. And I probably would give him that chance to see if he can be successful against those teams in our division. And then if so, I'd let him roll a little bit more. And and and, and this would give Anthony Richardson time to learn more about the game. But uh, the decision's been made. Uh, you know, hopefully he's ready. Yeah. I, mean, I, I just take the, the opinion that the only way to develop is to do. So let the man do. Now, I may have a different opinion if we was, you know, a contingent for the Super Bowl. But I don't think that's the case. All right. You know something, Casey and Arthur? We're going to do something different today. Now, we put out on our Instagram and our Facebook that we was going to get our listener involved. We love to get our listeners involved. Yes, we do. Now, in saying that, if you haven't pushed the follow button, please do so. We love to increase our, our uh, listeners. Uh, but what we're going to do, we had our listeners sending any questions you want to send us. Our, our listeners know we love videos. So we said send in videos if you like. Uh, statement anything you want to talk about on the air go ahead and send it in and i got this big old box casey this big old box of stuff i i, I dumped it all in this big box okay so i'm gonna pull out the first just random yes that's right okay the first one's a question all right it said why women love margaritas let me take this one j-rod okay i'm gonna tell you why women love margaritas I'm all ears. All right. Because unlike some men, margaritas hit the spot every time. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be loved like a margarita, you got to hit that spot every time. <laughs> all right, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, that explains why women love margaritas. If it hits that spot, it hits that spot. Oh my god! I, I would move on. I can look fast up real quick. It is it is box. Oh, oh, this is the statement. This is a statement. I'm gonna slide this over to your screen, uh, Casey, so you can read this statement from one of our callers and listeners. All right. Okay. So this is a man. He said that his wife just phoned to tell him that three women in her office have received flowers today. And they are absolutely gorgeous. And he said he responded back, that's probably why. Oh, 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 oh he's gangster. <laughs> yeah. He better pick up some dinner or he's going to be gangster and hungry tonight. <laughs> what a gangster answer. <laughs> Woo. Oh, that is something else. Okay, all right, okay. I'll try to get as many as I possibly can in here. Now, oh, okay. Here, this one guy he wrote in that when him and his wife have a debate, he normally give her some type of test, you know, some type of test. And if she passed that test, 
then she's absolutely right. If she failed the test, then he's right. So this is what they was arguing about. He, he states, my wife told me that women are better at multitasking than men. Hmm. And he told her, I told her to sit down and shut up, and she couldn't do either. Oh, gangster again. Wow. We, we ain't doing that test in my household, J Rod. No, me either. Well, our listeners are something else. <laughs> yeah. That is a shame. That is a shame. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm moving away from that. Damn. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh, all right. Oh, this guy asked for our input. He said, at the job, he has a lot of co workers, and these co workers had unique characteristics or qualities and he would like to come up with a week uh, a nickname to represent the quality that they present okay and he's asking us to give him some help all right so i see on the first one he got uh he got a co-worker that's always having a break he take breaks all the time i name his ass kit kat <laughs> 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 that is funny. <laughs> All right, so here's his second uh, co-worker. He says, his second co-worker is not the smartest fool in the box, and please help with a nickname. Well, I think you should call him Butter Knife. <laughs> <laughs> now, the first time you call him Butter, butter Knife, you probably, you probably hear this. <laughs> <laughs> We have that here, Casey. Okay, he's got he's got one coworker that does just enough to not get fired. I worked with somebody like that before. I would call his ass Justin. <laughs> <laughs> just enough. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Okay. Let me see another characteristic. One of his coworkers just wants to go home, no matter what. He just wants to go home. Well, that's easily. I call that sucker ET. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be his nickname. You ever work with somebody like that, J. Rod? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, yes. I mean, you ain't even made it through the morning meeting, and he's talking about going home. Can't wait to get home. He just make the day all long. Man, can't you wait till at least after lunch? <laughs> all right. So those are our nicknames. Hopefully, they help you out, listeners. All right, we're going to take another one out of the box, Casey. All right, mm-hmm. go ahead and pull this one out for us. Oh, let me read this one for you, J-Rod. Okay. What do you do when your boss catch you dozing at work? Oh, I got this one, Casey. Okay. I, this, I'm an expert at this. This is what you do when your boss catches you dozing at work. Don't open your eyes immediately. Wait a little while. And then say, in Jesus' name, I pray. <laughs> Invoke the Lord on him, huh? Yeah, it works every time. I think, he, I think he prayed to God, this works. <laughs> it's going to work. It is going to work. They got to respect your religion, Casey. Yeah, he, he's just about to go off on you. Like, oh, man. 
talking to God. I better leave him alone. <laughs> That's right. It but he might come that. back to you. Was you talking to white Jesus or black Jesus? Because it, it makes a difference on whether or not you're going to get wrote up. <laughs> oh, oh. You know, you know that, that reminds me. That, that reminds me, too. You know, now, these people got to stop using Jesus' name on their job. Yeah. Yeah, they have to. Because this is what I don't like. You know, mm. when, when you're uh, taking an unofficial break where you're hiding, right? Yeah. And then somebody said, here come the boss. And then y'all stand real still and the boss passion don't see you. And then my coworker had a thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Jesus don't have nothing to do with that. No, that's on you. Yeah, so <laughs> get Jesus out of your workplace if you don't use it properly. But I do recommend in Jesus' name we pray. <laughs> I'm gonna remember that one. <laughs> All right, let's see what else we got in this box here. Oh, oh, here's the video. They know we like videos. All right, now we didn't get the chance to uh, vet this video before we played on air, so we're just going to take a chance on it just to play it. Sometimes you got to roll the dice, J-Rod. All right, well, let's roll it and see what we have. Here we go. Hey, Mom. Uh-oh, we got here. Hey, Mom. 19 What? How do you find a blind man on a nude beach? It's not hard. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's not hard. <laughs> hey, mom. It's not hard. <laughs> it certainly ain't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You say he don't have anything to get excited about, I guess. Right? <laughs> yeah. He don't know what's happening. <laughs> he has no idea. <sighs> okay, we got another one here. Oh, this is another video. Let me, let me read this real quick. All right, here we go here. It says here that in this video. Okay, oh, here it is. Okay, I got it. It's where a, a, a I had a little confused there for a minute. But apparently, a client said he had a friend that was arrested in downtown Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. And he said that... Uh, it was a white detective, a, a Caucasian detective that was interviewing him, asking what happened. Right. And can you believe that that white detective did not understand what this black man was trying to tell him? What? That's right. So the white detective called in a black officer to translate for him. And that detective ain't woke. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. But anyway, apparently this interrogation or this interview is public record. So he got a, a copy of the public record of this interview and sent it in to us and wanted us to play it for our listeners. So let's go ahead and do that. And again, this is this white detective talking to this black dude. They couldn't understand anything and calling the black officer to interpret. Here we go. All right, so look, this is what happened. I was at my bitty crib, right? And I'm a main bitty, like, like a little side bitty situation. You know what I'm talking about? What? No, I'm saying I was messing with my side bitty at a crib, but it's it's cool. You know what I'm talking about? Cause she know the deal. I ain't no dirty dog. I got respect. Always got respect. This isn't gonna work. Can we get a translator in here, please? What up, cuz? Hello, sir. Do you mind repeating the sentence? As I said, I was at my bitty crib, not my main bitty, a side bitty situation. 
So he's cheating on his girlfriend with another girl, and he was at her house. Got it. Go on. So everything was going smooth. You know what I'm saying? Have my new J's on. Got a fresh cut. My Betty's eyebrows was on fleet. Both was clattered up. They both look good. As far as we concerned, shit was normal Friday night. You know what I'm talking about? Everything was normal. And I hear, I hear some shit downstairs, so I stopped bugging. Because, you know what I'm saying, I had a little bakey-bakey before I left the crib, so I was a little faded. He heard a noise and was paranoid because he's high on marijuana. Why were you worried? I thought it might be boo-boo. You know what I'm talking about? He thought it was his girlfriend. I thought that was your biddy. No, sir. Biddy is mistress. Boo-boo's girlfriend. Got it. But it wasn't no bitch. Definitely a dude. It wasn't a female. It was a male. And I could <laughs> tell by the way them J's sound when he was walking, it was a brother. And he was African-American. First thing I do is I have my Benjamins. <laughs> He hit his money. And she tried to try to call the 5 because she's scared. But I'm like, hey, I got swag in my pocket. So I said, nah. She wanted to call the police, but he was worried because he had marijuana. You know that marijuana is decriminalized in the state, right? Not for brothers, it ain't. That's true. What happened next? <laughs> I don't know if this dude a bitch or, or he swole his hair. So I ride Jackie Robinson just in case. He wasn't sure if the guy was strong or if he was weak. So he grabbed the baseball bat. So I start, I start heading downstairs and this shit feel like a Jordan Peele joint. He walked downstairs and it felt like a scary movie. I see the dude from behind, right? And I don't know if this boy thieving or he wilding. You know what I'm talking about? Why does he keep asking me if I know what he's talking about? <laughs> I obviously don't. He approached the man from behind. There's some A-Rod shit kicked in, bruh. And I lit that fool up. He hit the guy with the bat. Knocked that boy out clean. You know what I'm talking about? But then I walked over and looked at the fool's mug and I realized, oh shit, that's my candy man. My juggler. He realized that the man was his drug dealer. Shit. I forgot that I hit the cush man for the good shit. That dank flower. He had forgotten that he called his drug dealer to buy weed. So the whole shit turned out to be a fluke, Mackie Mackie in the hizzy. It was all just a big misunderstanding. Okay, and so this man, your candy man, weed dealer, decided not to press charges? Well, you got really lucky, okay? Sir, please be more careful next time. Oh, shit. You ain't throwing me in the peasy? You're not arresting him? No, you're innocent. Yeah, but since when has that stopped y'all? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. It's all good, Mr. Fuzz. I'll try more peaches and cream. He's going to try and be more careful. Unless I'm nice. Unless he's high. Then I got that poppy in O.J. Simpson. Then there's no telling what he'll do. All right, we're done here. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we'll <laughs> you know, it's funny because I understood everything the brother said. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> you know, see, that's why they need to defund the police, right? <laughs> they need to get some translators out there. <laughs> All right, Casey, I'm going to move into uh, recognizing our sponsors. All right. Hey. It's a party out in my head. It's a party out in my All right. This is a spot in our podcast that we stop to recognize our sponsor. That's right. We like to recognize King Cap, the owner of Out The Way Studios. He has several organizations under his umbrella. However, the one that he is most proud of is his custom-made t-shirts. That's right. If you want any of his service or want to find out some information about what he can do for you, go ahead and email him at kingcap317 at gmail.com. And we have to introduce our second sponsor. That is 421 Barbershop where good things happen to your hair. Located here in Indianapolis on Michigan Road. If you want good things to happen to your hair, come in and check out our master barbers at 421 Barbershop. All right, you know something, Casey? I got to give a shout out. Mm-hmm. I got to give a shout out to Veep and Board. You know, they invited us to that event and it was outstanding. It was a fabulous event. Everybody. 
and I do have to say, I believe the show was Sophisticated Ladies. Yes, uh, I think it's the first major black production that they've had at Deacon Boards to have a six-week run. Wow, wow. You know what was impressive? Not only the show impressed me, mm-hmm. it was also, also that buffet. Oh, man, food was lit. Mm. It, it was Ooh. fantastic. So if you've never been out to Deacon Boards, you truly got to go out there. Now, also, I do want to say that there was a young lady, there was a dancer that all of a sudden just kept catching my eye. She was that good. And come to find out that she's from Indianapolis, born and raised. Yes, yes. Uh, we and, had to uh, do a follow-up and, uh, and interview her today, right? Yeah, in fact, I think her name, matter of fact, I know her name. It was Erica Lynn Casey. And I think you did some background on her. So go ahead and, and share that information with our listeners. Yeah, so this production, Sophisticated Ladies, is out of New York. But uh, they hired this one dancer that's uh, from Indianapolis. Her name is Erica Lynn Casey. And I did a quick interview with her just to find out some info about her. And she's an Indianapolis native. Uh, she began dancing and acting in middle middle school. Uh, she was a member of the Bada Dance Company. Uh, she's a principal dancer with Kenyette Dance Company. She attended IU, majoring in kinesiology with a focus in modern dance. Uh, she is te- she's a teaching artist with Asante's uh, Art Institute, uh, with Indiana Black Expo Performing Artists Academy, and Ibada Dance Company. And she hopes you enjoyed her musical debut with Beef and Boys. And I Go t- ahead, Erica. Yes, Erica, congratulations. You did an outstanding job. And let me tell you, from a spectator, I thought you were the best dancer on stage she clearly was she she stood apart from all the other uh, performers no question about it she made indianapolis proud all right with that being said we're going to go back to our little basket here of our uh callers and listeners and oh a guy sent in a video he just wants us to play his video and he said he has a statement in regards to donald trump now this is the best podcast but we always talk about voting and uh, we put everybody's views up here. So if a person has something he want to say about Donald Trump, we don't have any issues with that. So let's just go ahead and play his video. Let's be very clear here. Donald Trump didn't lower your taxes. He didn't get your roads fixed or your bridges built. He didn't get you health care coverage or lower the price of your prescription drugs. He didn't decrease the deficit or the opioid crisis or revive the coal industry. And he didn't make COVID disappear, that's for sure. He didn't make Mexico pay for that wall. He didn't put America first, and he sure as hell didn't drain the swamp. So when you say he fought for you, you mean he validated your hate because he didn't do a damn thing for you uh, other than that. And let's also be clear here on this latest indictment. Trump wasn't indicted by Joe Biden. He wasn't indicted by Hillary Clinton or Nancy Pelosi or George Soros or Big Bird, or Target, or Wokeness, (laughs) or Disney World, or the Pride Flag, or Critical Race Theory, or Barbie. Trump was indicted by private citizens as the U.S. Constitution requires. Period. Wow. Now, he nailed it, (laughs) J-Rod. I think he did. I think he nailed it. But you know what's so strange about that? You know, that that Trump still has his supporters. Still have his supporters. It's incredible, J-Rod. He just was indicted again for the fourth time. That is amazing. In fact, I was looking at the last polls in in New Hampshire uh, in regards to the Republicans. 
it was 49% for Trump. Wow. 49%. You have the Republicans, right? Yes. Now, there is something to note with this poll, though, because the uh, Christie, mm-hmm. the former governor of New Jersey, is now in the second place. He had 9%. <laughs> That's still a pretty good distance. It, it is. <laughs> but but what was surprising about that is is he had uh, um, received more support now than Ron. Ron DeSantis, yes. That's right. That's yeah, who's, who's dropping fast. Yeah, he's, he's dropping, dropping fast. fast. Well, and he had an 8%. So it, it still amazes how he still had those supporters. So uh, it makes me wonder sometimes, why are these people are continuously supporting this man even when they have charges against him? What's your thoughts? Well, I got a few ideas on that, J-Rod. Um, I think some of them are supporting him because of his racist views and it's in line with what they believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think some of them uh, still support them out of fear of backlash if they were to speak out from like they'll be excommunicated from the Republican Party. So they just be quiet and go along. I see. And then and then I think some of them, because they feel there's no other strong, credible candidate in the Republican Party to give their support behind. So they just stay with Trump. OK, that, that those are some strong points. And I, I haven't agreed with the majority of those. But, you know, I was talking to a white client of mine. He gave me a different perspective. And this is why mm-hmm. diversity is so important, because I oh, never yeah. thought about it from this angle. But this is what he said. He said that uh, Trump is still being supported because he's represent, he represents whiteness. Mm-hmm. He said whiteness never been held accountable in the United States throughout his history. It says there was lynching when nobody was arrested, but everybody knows who did it. There was discrimination that they made it okay with the Jim Crow law. They also indicated that there was financial fraud because many of the rich have all gotten these loans, especially during the the pandemic, Mm -hmm. and received forgiveness. They didn't have to pay it back. So he said that white people see that Trump is representing whiteness, and whiteness has never been held accountable. And if Trump is held accountable for his actions, they believe it is the first step that society will start holding white folks accountable for their actions yeah long overdue yeah so that's why they're trying to support him because they don't want to see that happen now with that being said there was one other um uh, person who sent in the video she was a female to talk about why she feels that trump is still having all this support so i'm just going to go ahead and play her video because i thought this was pretty informative as well Why are Republicans still willing to stick with Trump? Well, in the 1970s, after the hippies movement and women empowerment, the evangelical leaders Falwell, Dobson, Graham, Baker, etc., realized that they could not control the White House if women had equal rights. So they set out to end any hope for the ERA and created the pro-life movement. From there, they created the moral majority. You know, I want to be the minority, down with the moral majority, and of course, family first. For the next few decades, they moved very slow. Dobson took family and Falwell took politics. Then there was Reagan and Bush one and two, and they did some things in their favor and solidified the evangelical movement as the base for the Republican platform. Plot twist, Obama got elected. Then enter Trump, because of course he didn't like this, so he starts to run. The right can't stand him, but he gains traction, so they get on board. A meeting happens. You know, I want to be in the room where it happens. It happens with the senator. They shake hands with evangelical leaders, Falwell, Gothard, Dobson, Graham. 
all agree to get Trump nominated by saying that Trump is the one prophesied to be president and he is anointed by God. When Trump becomes president, he's gonna stack the courts, which will get them to overturn Roe v. Wade. So Falwell introduces him at Liberty University as the next president of the United States and claims that Trump is a godly man who is anointed by God. The evangelical leaders know that statistically their platform is vastly undereducated and the cognitive dissidence chasm, which is the foundation of their faith, makes them very gullible. In easier terms, they're going to believe anything that evangelical leaders tell them to as long as they say they heard it from God. And since they've been told that they are in a war against anything which is evil, of course, that's what the evangelical leaders decide is evil, they're gonna do anything to defend the name of God. And anytime anyone calls them out, they're gonna see it as persecution, which is a confirmation that God is with them. And that is how we got to where we are. And that's why they will absolutely defend Trump at any cost. Wow. Yeah. And you know what? There's several layers to this whole Trump thing. And that's one of those layers that hasn't been talked about. I agree. You know what's amazing to me is that none of that, none of that was in regards to what he have done. But with that being said, let's go ahead and close out. I want to thank you for listening to Barbershop.talk podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk, available on your favorite podcast platforms. Let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be wise, and be loved. And we say, go mob.